Welcome to a new episode of HR Meetup, live from the Plaza Hotel, which also sponsors us, of course. Uh, we also have some sponsors from Innovative Space Transforma and, of course, the Podcast Factory Org. That's us. <laughs> now, we have a new guest in front of our mic, but I'll let her introduce herself. Good evening. Good evening, David. I'm Christine, Christine Fizet. I'm working as a coach, as an executive coach, and also uh, I also offer team buildings in companies, in organizations. Now, of course, before we get to the coach part, who were you before? How were you uh, still wearing diapers growing up in your, into your childhood? Well, my professional choice was a bit later. Well, w what became important uh, was when I was 25, when I discovered what I called at that time my mission in life, what really motivates me. And it's about grow and help grow. It's about helping people to develop themselves at work. And has it always been your childhood dream to, to do something in that direction? Because if you start at a later age or... I didn't know it, but it was already my dream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but Let's I think a lot of people way. don't know uh, at the age of 12. Way. Yes. <laughs> Now, um, you, you said you were doing uh, individual coachings and you also are doing team building coachings. What would separate you as a coach uh, from the others? Maybe I can speak about my motto. My motto is uh, follow your bliss. And it's about helping people to find what deeply motivates them at work, uh, to find what makes me happy, what makes me proud, what do I enjoy doing and express it at work, the, the person I am. So um, when you do an individual coaching, you want, you want the, the person um, find his bliss, his own uh, mm -hmm. personality, his own motivation? Yes, it has to do with uh, deep motivations. For the moment, there are many people who speak about being happy at work. For me, it's uh, slightly different because it has the sense also of having a higher purpose, of finding meaning. Uh, that's why I speak about deep motivations. That's why I speak about bliss. It's not only happiness, it's bliss. And as the people who speak English perhaps know, it comes from Joseph Campbell, who studied the hero's journey. And he studied the universal heroes from the Greek mythology, for example. And he found out that if you find what makes you happy, doors will open in your life. Everything will become natural and uh, for example you'll get more results at work you'll be more creative if you find if you find what makes you really happy at work now the, the individual coachings you're doing um, they're mostly within a company or do yes, you also coach, always in uh, always yeah. in companies or in organizations yes And so it's um, actually uh, a mission from the company itself, someone who yes. hires you and then you do the coaching for a specific individual. Is that how it yes. works? Or? Yes, absolutely. So the, the people who take uh, the decision to uh, ask me to intervene in a company are the HR people, the human resources, the people in charge of human resources or are people managers. And they see, for example, they would like to develop somebody in their team. Uh, it can be because this, to give concrete examples, the, a person has a 
time management issue. There is a risk of burnout. It could be uh, that this person could uh, develop his assertiveness. Uh, or it could be that some people, uh, because they want to grow, they're a bit like me, they are very interested in developing themselves, they are interested in getting a coach. It's not only when you have an issue that you can have a coach, you can also ask a coach to help you develop and uh, look at the bigger picture and find how you can grow and go to the next step in life. Do, do you... Notice a difference um, if you look back at, let's say, 20, 30 years ago and, and up to now. Um, do you notice a difference in, in that fast-moving uh, society that we're in right now? There's a lot of pressure. Uh, there's a lot of, um, yeah, let's say, where, where you, for example, 20, 30 years ago, um, people could, could, one of the, the two parents could stay at home. And, and now everyone has to work. Everyone has to move fast. Everyone has to develop himself because, yeah. Tomorrow it can be done. Do you notice a lot of pressure, a lot of stress coming forward? There is forward? a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. But there are also people who are uh, looking for something else. What I offer is not tips and tricks. It's more who would contact me, actually. It would be more, for example, uh, a person in charge of HR who would say, I'd like to develop my team. I understand that there is a link between people being happy at work, finding what really motivates them and their performance. But it's not people who would look for tips and tricks. It's not people who would really be very hard on the performance side. Uh, they could be demanding, but uh, the human side is always very present. So you should actually create like um, you go within the comfort zone of, of uh, the individual to do the coaching. So you get like that personal trust with someone, yes. because I think that's important if you're, you want to let them motivate themselves. Yes. You get like, the, the, let's say, a, a relationship of trust between the two of you. Yes, the, the trust element is key. If I go give a concrete example, I was uh, working with a young engineer. This person wanted to... Uh, to develop uh, his assertiveness. And at uh, one point he realized it was because we had this uh, trust between us that he spoke about his uh, family life and he, was, he realized uh, after a while that it had to do with himself and his personal story. And after a while he could uh, become very assertive. Then we worked with the manager of this person to work on the how. What I usually do is work a lot on the why, what motivates you, before we speak about the how we can do it. Now, of course, um, I can imagine that when you see someone change himself or herself and um, being beginning to motivate himself, herself, uh, be, becoming more assertive, um, that when you see that growth of a person, that it can be very rewarding for you. Absolutely. Something that... Yeah, reflects on your own personal mm -hmm. life, I think. Yes, I chose uh, my work because I love it. It makes me deeply happy. At some point in my life, I was um, thinking, what should I do now? I'd like to do something else. And I looked at my passions. I looked at my talents. And I really asked myself, what can I offer 
to uh, to other people. And uh, the fact to to help people to find back the motivation, it was my experience. It was what I have lived. And uh, it really gives me a lot of joy. It's really fun. I, I really enjoy my work. Now, next to the individual coachings, you also do the team buildings. Um, how does that dis distinguish from the, both of them? Is, is it uh, completely different? Is it another way of working? Um, how, how does team building work? I'm a creative person, so I always try to... Um, what I try to foster is authenticity and create special bonds in the team so that people, for example, I will invite them to share personal stories about uh, their values. I will invite them to create more empathy within the team. And so I will invite them to share... Um, what would you like to share about yourself, which would help other people understand you better? as an example. Usually it creates uh, very deep relationships and people maybe have been working for years, 10 years together. And uh, after such a workshop, um, they are really happy and they discover their colleagues in a totally different way. Yes, it's what makes me happy. I work a lot with positive psychology. So Highlight was already our appreciative inquiry. Uh, those are methods to help the team focus on the positive, what's already there, and expand it. Now, are you also confronted with personal boundaries? Because I can imagine that um, when you're doing a coaching alone with me, um, it's more intimate, it's one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we, we create like this relationship of trust. But when you're doing a team building, when you're surrounded with your colleagues that you know for five years, ten years, and you start sharing personal things, I can imagine that not everyone is kind of willing to share that or, or do you notice a difference when, when you're doing it with certain techniques or actually the magic is uh, happening and very often people open up and they love to share because they we all need to be heard in some way and uh, people seize the opportunity to speak about themselves and the magic happens it's uh, it's quite easy for me to reach this authenticity in the team. If you check out the, the let's say, the, the number of sessions, um, if you look at, at how many times, how many follow-ups and, and, and you need to do when you're personally coaching someone, is there a limit? Is it depends it on, on the person itself or is it a fixed limit? Or At some point, we, we realize we've reached the objective. Usually it's It's difficult to say, uh, but maybe between eight and 12 sessions. But very often, sometimes after five sessions, we realize that's it. You know, we feel it, the yeah. two of us. <laughs> we sense that we've reached the objective. Now, um, I think you also dis distinguish yourself when um, you have coaches, they are more theoretical, um, they are more preaching methods and, and more like you have to do this, you have to do that and just lining up uh, method after method. And then, yeah, you'll get there. Um, but I sense that you're more uh, for the personal relationship. You get to, to know the individual, you get to know his personal boundaries, you get to know the person itself to get that circle of trust. So is that the thing you focus on, more on the, the psychology, more on the philosophy of of getting personal mm -hmm. 
It's all about experience. It's all about creating trust, a trust relationship between us. It can be with a person in an in individual coaching or it can be with a group, but it has to do with the trust we create. Asking questions to help people find and express what's important to them. And how can I... Once I know what's important to me, what are my values, I can express them at work. Now imagine I'm an HR responsible, I'm listening to this interview mm -hmm. and I'm like, hmm, I know someone who could need some coaching, who could need some, some self-motivation because I sense something's wrong. Um, how do they proceed? Um, do they call you? Do they visit the website? Uh, how do they? Yes, they contact me and... Uh, Ideally, we have an, uh, a, f a first session, a first meeting with the person and, for example, the, the, HR, uh, the, the HR person, and we define the objective. They can reach me very easily on my web website. I guess you'll mention it, christinefizet.eu. Okay, well, definitely put it in the interview, of course, so people can visit. I, I look at Michelle because I, there are three questions that I'm obliged to ask. The rules of, of engagement... First, what would be an HR to you? What is an HR person to you? My vision of HR in an ideal world would be that the HR would see himself or herself as a gardener who would create the right environment, the right soil for people to grow and uh, be really themselves and uh, realize their full potential at work. Yeah, let, let's hope that some... HR responsibles are not the fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, if you would look at all the places you've been so far, was there one place where the people were happy, like incredibly happy, no worries, no, no, no clouds, only sun? <laughs> I wish I could say so, but it's not the case. But what I've seen is some people, managers, uh, who have been so successful at creating such a... Uh, such an environment for their teams uh, where people are happy, people are thriving, there is trust and they can grow and be happy at work in their teams. Now, last question. Um, to all the HR responsible people managers that are listening right now, um, what would you say? I would invite them to look at this noble part of the job, which is to help people to grow and give their best at work because they feel appreciated, they feel happy, they feel that there is trust, they can grow, they find meaning. It's kind of uh, what will help people if they sense they have all those positive things, they will give their best at work and it will benefit the company. So back to the essentials then. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, thanks, of course, for doing Thank this you, interview um, and I'll invite of course every listener to um, if you like to hear our voices if you like to see my face or perhaps not just donate and ask in, in the query what do you want if you want my face or not if you want Michelle's face why not <laughs> and of course when you're doing that you can also like us share us follow us tweet us do everything you want of course um, let's, let's keep it clean <laughs> until next time and thanks again for coming Thank you.